Welcome back to another episode of Sheesh. Today we're here with Dustin. He's one of the finest barbers in the 303. And uh, this guy has some life experience. He's been through some shit. So uh, I'm going to toss it over to him so he can introduce himself more. But yeah, Dustin, how are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you, Angelo? I'm pretty good, bro. I'm pretty good, bro. I'm, uh, I'm excited to have you on. I know we've been planning this for, uh, I think, a few weeks. Our schedules were conflicting, but it's nice to finally have you on. So, yeah, my name is Dustin. I work at a barbershop here on 104th and Huron. If you guys ever want to come by, here's my number, 720-419-6026, available 10 to 7. And, um, yeah, basically a run-up about who I am. My name's Dustin, obviously. Grew up in Aurora. Born in Wyoming, went to Northland High School, did barbering for four years, ended up owning a barbershop, went to school, Colorado Media School, to work on video and production, uh, did a little bit of construction here and there, lots and lots of restaurant jobs I did not like. <laughs> Which one? Which one was your uh, least favorite, I guess, out of all the restaurants? Least favorite? Well, probably <laughs> I don't know they, if you say TGI <laughs> Fridays. <laughs> okay. Crazy, because that place is called Thank God It's Friday. But it's never Friday there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you, you don't like that place. What was the worst experience you had there, bro? Like, what were you guys doing? Or um, was it not necessarily a bad experience? It was just uh, boring, or or what do you think? I think it was a point in my life where I really wanted to move up. Yeah. And I was just a little working in the kitchen. I didn't like what was going on. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to move up to cutting, making the steak. Yeah. And I couldn't do that because they wanted me to make desserts. What? And then, well, you know, I started thinking, well, I don't, I don't want to make steaks anymore. I want to do more. <laughs> <laughs> That's about us. There's a process to that. So they start you on desserts and then they move you up to cake. To uh... Like, I guess so. I mean, they start off with the there's salads, desserts. I guess it's easy because you just warm up the dessert. <laughs> you would think they would make in the back nice and good. Bougie, you know? Yeah. Um, no. It's all clout, huh? It's all cloud, <laughs> but uh, they just warm it up in the microwave. Trust me, I did it. Damn. And then, uh, yeah, well, you get the ice cream straight out of the fridge. And um, <laughs> there is pastas. Then you went to the fryer. I guess that was middle class barber <laughs> or not barber. Middle class level. Middle middle class uh, chef, not barber. We're here thinking other things. Nah, I think it was barber. And then uh, then they move you up to the steak and all. Okay. So you were doing all that before you started any of the barbering and any of the yeah before I actually started my life because I guess people say when you're in high school you don't really consider that part of your adult life your real self doesn't really come out and you don't really know what you're looking for so you're just doing what you think you should be doing no I agree man I'm a big believer in that and it's 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 sad and scary at the same time bro that we have to realize it later on in life like. Like for me, bro, when I graduated high school, I thought I had to have everything situated already. Like I thought I had to know what I was going to do for the rest of my life, bro. And that, that creates this pressure on you where you're like, I got to do something. And like you said, it's not. It happens over time, man. You try different shit until you find something you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah. you said, you always want to keep moving forward. Like it's not a matter of like, oh, I just want to kick it here now. Like you always want to try something new again. And it always starts off with trying things. And I feel like there's just so many things in the world that you could really try and improve on. But you kind of don't have anyone to push you there mm-hmm. to do it. As like I was saying, I was in that restaurant. All I knew was how to make flip a burger or something like that. Yeah. And to me, all I was thinking, well, the only way I could move up is if I could work doing steak and maybe become a manager. Yeah. You're, all, you're just trying to move up in whatever you do know. Yeah. The thing is, you need to find other people who could teach you how to do 
bigger things. See, you're right about that. I didn't get that till later on because like you, as humans, we're all stuck in a box in a way. And like you said, we only know what we know. Mm -hmm. Like whoever our parents were, whoever, whoever we surrounded ourselves with growing up, that's all we know. Yeah. But like you said, if you want to do different things, you got to start meeting new people. And yeah, like a lot of big people say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah. And that's, I think that's true. That's and you know, you could be real comfortable where you are mm. and you're going to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Another, another friend told me like, if, if you're, if you're the guy that's most successful in your group of friends, then you need to find your friends. Meaning you always got to be on your toes, like people that know more than you, because there's always going to be people that know more than you. Yeah. And you can't, like you said, otherwise you get comfortable. You're like, Oh, well, I'm doing the best out of my friends. Mm -hmm. But like you said, that's, that's just starting out. There's so much more to the world, so much more things you can learn. And it's all just trying it until you find what you like. Yeah. And then um, some people just stay stuck there and don't know how to move and become cocky. Mm -hmm. And you know, you always got to be growing in some sort of way. You become stuck there. You stop learning. You become cocky. Yeah. You're not supposed to be that. We're supposed to grow, Bro, learn. I've noticed that a lot. And, and like, and I've been in different uh, professions like you have. Like I was in the restaurant business for a while. I was in a warehouse for a bit. And what I did, I was in construction for a bit as well, man. I, I just liked it hardcore. I did not like oh, yeah, construction. Yeah. It was, I don't like it at all either. It was grueling. Like mad respect for the people that have been doing it and do it for a living. But for me, it was just, it was it was something different. <laughs> I think it's also a lifestyle, just like anything else. And some people just like that lifestyle. Yeah. And there's money in the construction business. Definitely. Yeah. 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 People make good money in the construction business. But like you said, I think for a lot of folks, it's that lifestyle that you have to be used to. Like if you're, if you're willing to work a lot, if you're willing to spend a lot of your time there, that's probably something for you. But if you're more, you know, you like more social interaction with people then it, it, it'll depress you, man. It'll make you feel like you're, you're not in the right field but like you said it just depends on whatever someone's style is you know what they yeah. like to do yeah because um me personally I, I like to think i'm very outgoing you know and um for the first three years after high school i was barbering for a long time in and out 10 to 7 and um i was very sociable when i started construction that was a whole another lifestyle now not many people talk about they just say it's hard yeah. But um, if you were to really talk about that lifestyle, it's more of a you going to sleep early to wake up early, get your coffee, morning, whatever, and start shoveling. Start shoveling, 30-minute lunch, okay? Keep working, working. Some people who knows more is going to talk down on you mm -hmm. or maybe teach you. Don't know how it is, yeah, but they're going to talk rough on you. Mm -hmm. And some people, if you know what you're doing, you're going to be doing great. If you don't know, you're going to be yelled at. And who wants to be yelled at? Yeah, nobody. Nobody. And, and and like you said, a lot of it. If there was more, uh, if there was more of a process into learning into it, it'd be a lot smoother, I think. But like you said, you you get a lot of people that have been doing it for years, bro. And and that's in any profession. Yeah. People develop this cocky mentality where they 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 become an elitist. They're like, oh, I'm better than you, but they forget that they started once. They yeah. Forget how long ago when they were, for lack of a better term, by the end of verga, you know, like. Or one thing too, maybe they remember how they try a little harder mm -hmm. than the person they see doing it. Mm -hmm. So they think, well, this guy's not trying as hard back then. This is why I'm doing it better now. Yeah. That's another way of looking at it too. Mm -hmm. I think. I don't know. No, you're right. And I, and I could see that. But it, I don't know if you, there's this book out there, bro. I'm not sure if you read it. It's called The uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kawasaki. Uh, and this guy talks about like, 
hard work is good, but it's not all of it in life. Like if you don't also use your mind to get somewhere, you're just going to be taken advantage of, especially by a company. Like if you're the hardest worker out there, if you're working for a corporation or a construction company, anything like that, like they're, they're going to be like, yeah, you're a hard worker, but we're going to keep you on, but you're still going to be working 60 hours every week. And it's, you know, the point is like las pilas and start using your mind as well. Like how could I reinvest this money to create something and not just use it to blow on bills or, or blow on, uh, you know, joy or going out, you know, getting debts and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of, of it too. Like if people are smarter with their money, they'd be able to pursue other things and eventually have better time. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, time is worth more than anything else. Yeah. I mean, it's what we live for. And, and I think a lot of people forget that bro, because like you said, like, if you're if you're if you're willing to go to sleep early every night and then uh, get up early every day and and then you just work and work, that's all fine and dandy if you have a goal in mind, like if you're gonna use that money for something. But but if if you don't, like you said, man, like your life, you start forgetting that you're you're working to live. You're not living to work. Mm-hmm. So if all you're doing is working, then what, what's the whole point of it all? Yeah, I mean, different people have different perspectives. And also different destinations mm-hmm. at different paces. Yeah, that's another thing too. And some people are more comfortable with a certain pace that they know they'll eventually get to the destination, yeah. as long as they're just steady and consistent with it with what they're doing. Yeah. And um, some just go harder than others. Yeah. I mean, it depends who you want to be in the race. Mm-hmm. You could be the turtle. You could be the cheetah. Yeah. Or the hare. Yeah, you could be the hare. Whatever. Yeah. No, that's crazy, man. That's 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 true. That's very true because life moves really frequently and really fast. But uh, going back to barbering, bro, what's uh, is do you feel like that's gonna be your destiny, your profession, or what do you want to do with that? Barbering to me is a uh, is also well, I think anything could be a lifestyle. Um, and it's a lifestyle that I enjoy at the moment. I think it's really flexible for me to learn something new yeah. until then. Uh, I think it's a first step into getting into a business because you're basically already on your own once you're a barber. Mm. And, you know, to me, getting into the business world, that's very, very important because I think that's where the money is at. And um, I always said to myself, I wonder what job I'll find out really, really like. And you're not going to wake up liking any job. You're going to want to be at home, exercise, watch a movie live life no no one's gonna well i mean me personally i don't think i'll ever find a job but i like to i like to handle money move money you know that to me seems like something i really enjoy i love and uh i don't think of it as a job when i'm in the business world i i see as a fun playground yeah and there's just so many things to play with you know you might want to play with clothes marketing clothes uh working with what is there furniture chairs cars cars you know mm-hmm. doubling stocks real estate yeah. it's just a big old playground that i just want to play in i just don't know how to get into some things and you know what barbering is what to me seemed easy i got into it opened up a business and then that i started I think we talked about this once at the barbershare, how you get older and your mind just opens up more to things that you can see happening. Mm-hmm. And that's important too, that you need to be able to see um, the future because even big businesses like Toyota, I think it is, yeah. they had a hundred year 
business plan. Holy shit. You know, they're planning ahead. Yeah. You got to be planning ahead yeah, for anything that like, you want. Yeah, because like the saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm -hmm. And you need those small term, small term time goals. That way, you know you're getting somewhere. You're starting out, and like you said, everything starts as a beginning. Yeah, but it's a plan that you need to have out there and execute. And um, that's what I did with that. Unfortunately, that didn't work out like I I thought it would. Um, maybe because I wasn't educated enough. Maybe because other people in the business. We're not working hard enough with me. Maybe a lot of things I could say. Yeah. But I mean, you just take it and learn. Mm -hmm. And maybe play with the play with something else now. And, that, and that's big. And I think that a lot of life is uh, you're, like you're going to fail. Everyone's going to fail at least once, mm -hmm. if not more, because that's life. Mm -hmm. And that's important. The attitude you have of moving forward, though. A lot of people fail. They're like, oh, I, I couldn't make it. So I'm just going to go do something secure and there's there's actually not really much security in the world mm -hmm. as much as people like to think like even a job working on a corporation you never know when they're gonna let you go off like covid's taught us a lot about uh, about that like even as a like working as a waitress or a waiter or anywhere people started losing their jobs overnight when this this virus hit like people professions that have been around forever restaurants that have been around for 30 years closed overnight because there was no more clientele because and you never know and that's life there's no, there's no security in it so you have to might as well change chase things that make you like you said feel like you're in a playground yeah and it's funny you said that bro because robert kalasaki in his book that i was telling you about he literally says that oh that yeah business is a game you have to learn how to play the game yeah and i never read that book <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying like you already have insight that some of these guys this guy's a multimillionaire, and he's talking about uh finances business creating money is a game and, and it, for the most part it's not that complicated but if people educate themselves to play the game then they're more likely to succeed instead of just working hard which is fine and it's important but if you don't also like you said if you don't plan to use that money for other things then yeah and that's also part of the reason with what i was doing too i mean uh, once i was done with the barbershop yeah it was it was sad you know, people hit the ground, rock bottom. It's whatever. You got to move. Mm. And uh, that's when I got into construction again, and I was getting paid well. And I just said to myself, well, one year of full dedication of 40, 50, 60 hours, 70, as many hours as I can in construction, cutting hair on the weekends, and one full year to save up money and do something with it, yeah. double it. I have always heard you got to double your money. I don't know how. Figure it out. Yeah. Oh, that's true, Fine. man. You got to, like, 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 like I was just saying, like, you got you to gotta learn to play the game. Because if you're just using that money to pay bills and go on vacations, then you're not going to be able to double it. And you're going to fall into the trap, I think, that a lot of people fall into. And, yeah, and another thing, too, it's, it's a marathon. Mm -hmm. People really... People really want to be rich at a young age, 17, 18, 19. I don't think that's a very, very small percentage that gets there. Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes not even because they work. Yeah, they had something special, maybe a little talent talent yeah. that ended up getting big on social media. Mm -hmm. But realistically, you might not be that percentage. So do something to 
get you close to that. Yeah. You know, you can't just wait and hope that you're going to blow up. You got to work for it too. Yeah. I agree. A lot a lot of people do expect that. They, they I, I think there's this thing called positivity bias in psychology where everyone thinks bad things happen, but it's never going to happen to them. And they also believe that a big break is coming. Like they feel like, oh, something's going to change my life dramatically. But like you said, if they're not actively working towards something, then they can't expect that break to come out of nowhere. And, you know, they say, I've heard, some people are really waiting for something to happen for them to make a change. I don't know what they're waiting for, but they shouldn't be waiting for that moment. I mean, the time is always now. Yeah. You could always get up and walk over and look at something, call someone, figure something out, look something up. We have internet, so many resources mm -hmm. to get you a little step closer. Might not be much, but you start off today, month later, you're a little bit more in depth and what it really is. Yeah. And go on from there. What, what do you feel like has reinforced this mentality on you, Dustin? Like, if, I don't know if you might be speaking about it on, on the air, but I know you were involved in a pretty bad accident. Or did you feel like that affected your life to a certain extent where you started seeing things differently? Um, yeah. Around that time, I got hit by a car. It was October 1st, last year. What is it? 2019? 2020, last year, right? 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got hit by a car. And um, to be honest, I took I took it and ate it. I didn't really see much of it. I felt like it was just another regular day, you know? Mm -hmm. They just patched me up and sent me home like, like nothing. Like nothing. Like if I were dead, maybe a big scene would have happened. But since I'm good, nothing happened, Yeah. you know? And um, to think uh, my parents were crying that night. That made me really sad. Like, you know, I don't really care. I was, at the moment, it felt good. Like, it was just another regular day. But my parents, that hit them really hard. Because mm. they got a call thinking that I died. But luckily, I'm here yeah. to this moment. Wow. And um, you got to be careful. Because you may not care about yourself, but other people care about you. And you could end your pain now, but you're going to start their pain for years. And is that really what you want? You don't oh. for anyone. Um, so that's something that I've learned. Mm -hmm. It's easier said. Some people just hear it one ear comes out from the other. But it's real life, real situations that bring out real feelings, emotions, Things said, things new things done, and you learn it's time for a change. Maybe maybe you're doing something that ended up it's about how you position yourself, I think. You could be smoking weed right now, a couple years later, you position yourself to have bad lungs. It's how you position yourself. Even right now. I'm doing this podcast to maybe hopefully position myself into doing a little better. And um, being able to promote my barbering in a way. So, I mean, if you want to, no one wants to tell you what you're doing is bad. Everyone wants to tell you it's good. And, yeah, it is. There's always limits to anything. Mm. And that, so, I mean, I learned a lot of things at that moment. A lot of things, small things that I took in consideration. 
small things that lead to big things. And my family was the one that was around. And I just thought to myself, well, I want to work hard. I want my family to be happy for me. I don't want them to feel anything less than that. And they don't want to see me struggling. I don't want to take money, ask for money, mm. you know? It just gave me a push to want to work hard. Yeah. And I don't know. Everyone's different. Some people are taught different. Some people grow up around other people different. Mm-hmm. It's just about you with your situation, how you want to handle it. Yeah. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. That's like, man, that's, that's definitely growth. And like you said, I think as life continues on, you're going to have more moments of clarity that everything just starts to make sense and you understand things to a deeper level. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, like I said, everyone's going through this playground at a different pace. You're mm-hmm. going to go through certain things. And it may not even have to do with work. It could be with relationships. Maybe right now you're doing well with relationships. You look good. You might not have a wife when you're 40 because she passed away. And you want to move on and find someone else. But you can't. Now you're going through that struggle that that 30-year-old, uh, 12-year-old went through. And that 12-year-old who couldn't get a girl at that time now is happily married, you know? Mm. Everyone goes through a situation differently in some way or form, I think. Yeah. Oh, definitely. The, the playground is played differently. Mm-hmm. It's all it's just how we want to take it, you know? See, and that's why I'm a big believer in just enjoying the now. Being smart, planning for the future, but also taking in what you have, bro, because the grass is always greener. It's kind of a mentality that will kind of screw you over in a way. But it, like you said, it depends on the, the situation, obviously, itself, because you can't be just blind to certain things either. But I think in life, there's a lot of, especially on our generation, there's a lot of comparison. Mm-hmm. People constantly think they have to be here at this age, here at this age, here at this age, and instead of just living to what makes them happy. Yeah. And I'm going to say this too. I don't think competitiveness is bad either. Mm. I think it's good. It's healthy, yeah. you know? But as long as you're doing it in a good intention, mm-hmm. once it becomes anything else, you know, yeah. you're only bringing yourself down. Yeah. No, man, again, man, man, some of the knowledge you're, you're speaking here today, bro, like, it's reminding me so much of Robert Kiyosaki, and you haven't even read that book, like, like what I'm saying is, you're pretty advanced, man, for your age, like, you're a young kid, how old are you, Dustin? 23, just turned 23. 23, just turned, man, and you already have this mindset of what you understand like that, because even greed isn't bad to a certain extent, because mm-hmm. if you're doing it to try to better your life for your family, for your kids one day, for yourself, I think that's healthy, and I think that should be good. Yeah, but if it's greed to the point where you're becoming a slumlord and screwing over people for money all the time, yeah, at that point I think it's something negative. But if it's something just a competitiveness with yourself, I think greed is good. Yeah, I mean, people say being selfish is good mm-hmm. in some, in some extent, form. yeah, to an extent, yeah, and with your intention. Um. What were we going off with this? Well, what, what, what you were saying with that, like, I agree big time with that because if you're selfish, man, you're going to chase more things that's going to put you in a better position. Yeah. But if you're too selfless, like you said, to a certain extent, but if you're selfless and you're always putting people before you, you're setting yourself up to fail as well. Because yeah. you're always putting their feelings before you. You're always putting 
that are finances before you. You're always putting, you know? Yeah, and the world doesn't revolve around you, you yeah. know? There's other people with their world, and they're also trying to do their best for themselves. Mm-hmm. So think about it this way. While everyone else, everyone's trying to go up, it's going up kind of like a they, I saw this on Facebook where a crow gets on the back of an eagle and he flies up. He's just going up and up and up. The crow's going to fall off because he can't handle that pressure. Yeah. Like a snowflake. You melt under pressure. You know, some people can't handle that pressure. So, and you acting how you're acting with bad intentions, I mean, you're not going to last. Some, the world doesn't revolve around you. Mm -hmm. There's other people who are going to move up and you're just going to get left behind. Either you learn with them or stay behind. Stay behind. That's big, Dustin. Mm -hmm. But I guess I just want to end on a good positive note, man. Like, uh, What's uh, one of the funnest things, I guess, you, you like from barbering before we have to let you go here? Uh, what's one of, the, I guess, the best stories you've had? And, uh, you know, anything positive, I guess, that you would offer to yourself? If you could talk to your younger version of yourself, what would you say? If I were to talk to my younger self, I'll probably tell him to dress a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I would advise him. Maybe, what else would I advise him? Maybe not to party on the weekends. Oh. Maybe to, cause look, I got my barber shop at 19. Anyone could do it. You just got to dedicate yourself. And I was able to do it too, but like, if you subtract that from the equation, what else could you have done? Oh. Do you really want to get to that age where you're 90 and, right? Yeah. You, know, you know where I'm getting from? Yeah, yeah. Um, But I would advise myself to, you know, to this day, not drink, maybe Stay home when you need to stay home. Yeah. Don't don't put yourself in situations that you don't need to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the barbershop's always going to be fun. I never had a bad time. Always meeting new people, mm-hmm. new connections. That, I feel like that's a... You're a social guy. You just like... Yeah. I think that's the ladder. Mm-hmm. You using your connections, I see as a ladder. Connections, ladder. That's how I see it. To move up in life. To elevate yourself with new people. And I like meeting new people, people who can teach me something new, a new perspective, maybe see a chair differently than how I see it from now, yeah. a box, see it differently. Um, that's that. And what else? Being able to go out and eat, that's mm-hmm. fun. Very flexible. I could always schedule a vacation if I wanted to. Yeah. There's a lot of good things to Barbary flexible you can move up the more you know even with anything the more you know the more you get paid yeah and that's what barbering too you start off charging free move up to ten dollars 15 20 25 35 you know yeah. and now you have your appointments now you're working on a nicer chair it's because you know you yeah. know if you know you know you know if you're poor and you're so damn educated i mean you could have a good conversation with the president well, a good president. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, barbering's a blessing. It's uh, a blessing. That's good to hear, Dust. Well, we here at Sheesh congratulate you, man. I, I, we've seen your girls for a few years now. You uh, took a few trip, oh, a trip together, so it, it was definitely great meeting you, you know, what, three years ago now? Yeah, the Paris trip. The Paris trip, the Paris <laughs> Accords. I'm just kidding. The Paris slash Italy. Italy, Jeep, Italia. 
Uh-huh. And it, it was a lot, man. Uh, me personally, I'm fortunate to have met you. You're a cool dude. You're a down to earth guy. Mm-hmm. You're obviously excellent at your trade. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to do good things, man. A guy with your mentality, your mindset is going to go far in life. You're just 20, 23 now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I, I for sure seen you doing big things. You just got to keep that mindset. And I'm sure you will because I'm sure you've gotten hit with a lot of hits from life. And you're still here and you're still fighting back and hitting back life, you know? Mm-hmm. But again, man, we want to thank you for coming on the sheesh. This well, has been another episode, you. man. Thank you, Dustin, again. And uh, we'll have you on in the future. Cool. Thank you.